Bienvenidos al podcast de Latino Founder Hour. Each week we invite you to spend an in-depth hour with us as we speak with a Latino startup founder from somewhere around the world. Aquí conocerás esas historias de éxito y fracasos, retos personales y lecciones aprendidas. And we have fun. We're live every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific time. Tune in at startupradionetwork.com. O en versión podcast después del show. Escucha. Listen. Aprende. Learn. Y emprende. Launch. Bienvenidos, feliz viernes, les saluda Edgar Navas, fundador de Click. Estamos en Latino Founder Hour Podcast. Hoy es uh, viernes 27 de marzo del 2020 y este es el episodio 108 con Sergio Villaseñor, fundador de Hello Elliot desde Brooklyn, Nueva York. Eh, eh, Sergio, ¿cómo estás? How you doing? Thanks for joining us today. Uh, thank you. I'm, I'm, doing, I'm doing good. I'm, I'm safe and sound despite being in New York. I'm glad. I, I was going to ask you, you're in Brooklyn right now. Are you one of the epicenters of the um, of the pandemic? Uh, how are things over there, man? Yeah, we're. Um, I live in Williamsburg, and we were based out of here. And it's um, it's a little it's a little eerie sometimes, you know. Depending on the time of day, there's literally no one on the streets, and fortunately, a majority of the people here are staying safe. Good, good. Well, I'm glad to hear that. You know, you guys are safe on town. You know, uh, hope your business is still going, like. Everybody, I'm, I'm currently in Mexico. I'm, I'm usually stationed in Portland, but this uh, this thing called me uh, uh, while on travel. So uh, we decided to you know to do the uh, the podcast remote. You know things are moving, and just and just like in New York, uh, people in Portland uh, are working out of the house. You know we have a stay at home. Um, uh, what, what do you call it? We we got a stay at home provision from the the, the governor from uh, Monday. So nobody's going outside, you know, just only essential businesses and services. So just like you, you know, we're all trying to cope, you know, trying to see, you know, to figure this out, you know, how long is it going to last? There's a lot of uncertainty, but we wanted to talk about Hello Elliot and just, uh, you know, who you are, Sergio. Yeah. Where, where are you from originally? Were you born in, in New York? No, I'm actually, uh, I'm from Los Angeles. Um, born and raised there, uh, went to elementary school in Boyle Heights at St. Mary's, um, Eventually went to the University of Nevada, Reno on a football scholarship and then spent the early part of my 20s living in Europe. But I'm an L.A. kid. Oh, okay. Uh, what part of Europe were you? I lived in Barcelona, Milan, and, and Frankfurt. Um, and then recently I was spending time in Estonia right before we relaunched Elliot in October of last year. Oh, wow. That's fantastic, man. That's, uh, what year were you in Milan? Because I, I lived there for, uh, for a couple of years back in early 2000s oh i was there 20 2010 11 right after right after college oh right after college okay cool cool so that, um tell us a little bit about mark elliot you know what is it i know it's a low low code e-commerce platform but you know can I give us the elevator speech of what you're doing for sure um elliot's a full stack e-commerce platform that allows you to instantly sell and ship products, sell online and offline without the need for any apps, plugins. You can just get started in less than five minutes and sell anywhere in the world instantly. Okay. So but that's that's you already have a product uh, or is that, are you working with dropship uh, companies as well? Combination. We work with, uh, you know, manufacturers of goods, companies that produce products. Uh, we work 
a variety of different dropshipping solutions from print on demand to you name it. Um, but Elliot out of the box can support physical products, digital downloads, dropshipping, the whole nine. Excellent. So, and you said, you know, anyone can use it. You know, you don't have, you don't have the need for, uh, you know, full stack developers. I mean, it's, it's a very simple uh, integration, I believe. Correct. Yeah, you can, you can get signed up. You can start selling in less than five minutes without the need to install anything, program anything, uh, add your credit card. Uh, the unique thing about Elliot as a platform um, is that it's engineered in a way to also scale with your business. So your your tech team, as you grow, also has access to tools that give you greater levels of control and customization. Oh, okay. Sweet. So, uh, because, you know, uh, at Clicker, you know, we have a pretty good following. We're a direct-to-consumer um, brand. We do telecommunications mostly, now gaming. Uh, and we're, you know, we've been tinkering with the idea, given our social, strong social media presence, to start um, a DTC store. You know, get our brand more out there. You know, to start, you know, just branching out. And we've been looking at solutions. And you know, when when we found you on on Twitter, you know, with our our co-host, um, it was like, hey, you know, let, let's give it a try. So I think we're, in, in, you know, once this thing passes, I mean, and we're still again in the middle of trying to reshuffle, see how are we going to adjust to the new reality. That, you know, we're looking at how to integrate with your platform and see, like, hey, let's, let's give it a try. Let's start with a couple of products. So what would that, how would that look for a company like ours, also startup? Yeah, you would be able to, you know, add your products, get your catalog in there, um, customize your store, um, like with colors, typography, your logo. Um, okay. And once you sell, we pay out instantly. Elliot's actually one of the only e-commerce platforms that can support payouts in all 195 countries. So we literally have sellers in over 90 countries that use a set of whole out. Wow. Okay. So, so it's already up and running. You, you got great success. When do you get started, um, the company? What not, I mean, how is the process? You know, who are your co-founders? Uh, and how do you come up with a concept idea? Sure. Um, I, I founded the company in August of 2017. Um, it was really just the culmination of what I was doing as an engineer in e-commerce, which was essentially just making it simple for mid to large market brands sell online, offline, and across borders. So this really complex supply chain stuff. But what I noticed was, you know, all these new emerging brands needed technology to sell everywhere and be everywhere. Um, but what they lacked was the availability to very enterprise solutions that can help them sell better. Um, so I really just wanted to bring what I was doing for big brands to small brands um, and just brands of all sizes and just really level the playing field for commerce. Um, I initially launched in August. Um, we went through like a product iteration in 2018. And then I launched the current version of Elliot October 2017. And I met our now co-founders, Clayton and Marco, uh, actually over Twitter. Oh, really? Yeah, dead serious, wow. over Twitter. Oh, my gosh. And are they also in New York or are they somewhere else? Yeah, Clayton lives in Williamsburg with me. And then... Um, Marco lives in Austin uh, with his wife. Oh, wow. Fantastic. Right? <laughs> That's amazing. Um, so, I mean, that tells you, you know, something about the digital technology and how you can find everything literally online, including your co-founders. Yeah, seriously. Um, I, I remember the conversation, too. Like, um, 
I think Marco was talking about direct-to-consumer toilet paper, which is kind of ironic given the time now. And yeah, <laughs> I, I think I hopped into a thread saying something snarky and we DM'd and hopped on the phone, clicked, and then we all met in person over a dinner that Marco had hosted uh, that summer. Oh, wow. That's, that's a great story, dude. That's fantastic, especially, you know, with the toilet paper thing. Um, very apropos right now. But um, so, so you guys start the, you know, the, the company. Are you funding this yourself? Uh, I know you, you guys were talking to some uh, investors. How's that process been? Yeah, so when I um, when I actually got started, I, I bootstrapped the first iteration of the product. I spent about 100K on the first platform. And then okay. since then, have been fortunate to have and build a great investment team that's accounted for a little under $6 million in, in seed funding. Oh, wow. Good. Congrats, man. That's, that's a big number, man. That's a big name. Um, congratulations, by the way. So, uh, and it's, no, I mean, very blessed to like, it, honestly have our investment team given the times right now. Wow. No, that is, that, that is a huge success. And we want to be able to outline this kind of, um, uh, you know, companies like yours that, that you know, that, that raise, you know, a, a big chunk of change in, in, in the early rounds. Um, now, I want, to, I want to know a little bit about the growth. I mean, you started with the beta. Now, how many brands do you have on board? Uh, what, what, what do you see the trajectory going right now? Gotcha. Yeah, there's a, there was over 1,900 uh, brands, a part of our early access cohort coming out of the product hunt launch last October. Uh, a, various, a variety of, of profiles across those sellers, first-time sellers, existing sellers coming from Amazon, Etsy, Kickstarter, BigCommerce, Shopify, you name it. Um, uh-huh you know, varying in use cases too, from B2B to B2C to using our cashless coin of sale solution to launching other um, Latin founded companies like Shopfly and Next, which is a marketplace on Elliott. Okay. Because I mean, that, that was, you know, the obvious question. You're, you're a competitor of Shopify, you know, the, the giant platforms. And again, you know, what is the distinction? Because, again, I'm asking because also, I, I don't know. I, I've never, personally, I've never used Shopify. Um, so I, I don't, I don't know, you know, te- you know, technologically or, you know, as a user experience, what, what are the main differences? Gotcha. I think the most pressing one for first time sellers and people getting up and running is that with Elliot, you don't have to go into like the app store and then add like 10, 15, 20 different apps and then, you know, drive up your total cost of ownership, um, as a startup brand. Um, okay. we have all of those kind of tools right out of the box and the unique thing that Elliot combines it's typically been a very enterprise tool is having like a full blown cross border payment and fulfillment suite baked right into the platform. So as you build your audience, you can sell anywhere, ship anywhere, just instantly. Like if you were Nike. Oh, wow. That, that is pretty sweet. Now, um, one of the questions that, that we have, and you know, and, and also, you know, we, we, we send out to some, some of our followers that like, well, what, what would you like to learn? People like us that we, you know, we do direct to consumer. We have our own payment platforms, but we we're always battling with uh, uh, cybersecurity, internet fraud. How do you guys mitigate against this? You know, on chargebacks, uh, on on you know stolen credit card information. How, how do you how do you mitigate that on, online? 
Yeah, we work with a, uh, a couple of really great providers across, you know, payment infrastructure, fraud, um, and as a perk to our sellers because of the, those partnerships, uh, we're able to provide 100% fraud chargeback guarantee. Um, and yeah, that's just one of the many cool features that you get as a seller um, when you come onto Elliot. That is that that's that's huge, man. I can tell you, you know, from uh, you know just from our standpoint. Having that guarantee, which we at the moment I can tell we don't have, and so anything that you know comes through through us, you know, as a target, we have to eat it, and you know we operate in, in super razor thin margins. So anything that you know that goes out, it, it, it's on us. So it's you know it, it really really hurts our bottom line. No, totally, and that that was just one of like the many things that we felt was like a pillar to someone being successful online, which which is having safe, secure. Um, you know, fraud protected payments and the ability to just send your product anywhere. Okay. And, and at the moment, it's just selling, it's connecting the, 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 the buyer and the seller doing the transaction, but you guys don't do any of the, um, of the shipping or, or the handling. Is that correct? We provide all of our sellers all the different fulfillment documentation to ship your product the minute it sells okay. from packing slips, shipping labels. If it's an international order, uh, commercial invoices, customs forms, as well as duties already prepaid and baked into the price. So it's a really smooth customer experience from the consumer perspective. And you and your team on the fulfillment side get everything that you need to pack it and ship it. Okay. Wow. So so it's it just literally put it in a box and deliver it to the mail and, and it's taken <laughs> care of. Exactly. And we surface all the top carriers from, you know, DHL, FedEx, Amrex, SF Express. We aggregate a pretty big network and offer that out of the box to all of our sellers. Okay. Wow. Um, that is, uh, I'm, I'm taking all these notes because, you know, obviously we're going to put them out on, on the description, but I'm also taking all these notes that, you know, people were, were asking, okay, how does this all work? You know, we want to learn as well. Um, now... Yep. Yeah, for sure. When like, yeah, the minute your order comes in, you literally have an admin panel that you can go and manage your orders. You can do that in bulk there. You can do it through an open API that we have using cool tools like Zapier. Just all that, just right there for you today. Okay, sweet. Now, so, so I mean, I know you know. You told me you were a software engineer working on this. You know, you know, uh, with, with these bigger brands, you learn. You know, you know what they're doing. You wanted to bring it to smaller. Uh, how do you, you know? How do you convince uh, people who were your? I mean, if you if you if you can divulge, if not, I mean, who who are your first investors? Are they Latin based, non Latin based? To like, hey, this is a great you know opportunity for you know on, on, a, on a niche market that may look saturated, but you're looking for an opportunity that's very um, I mean, is very targeted. No, for sure. And just to kind of clarify that, um, what was the first part of that question? Oh, you know, yeah. So, so what kind of investors did, did you were you able to line up? I mean, or they Latin based, or you went just a traditional route? Um, we have a very diverse investment team from top angels. We now have over thirty premier angels that are either CEOs and founders of venture backed companies that are unicorns themselves to top yeah. early stage investors like Susa Ventures, Torch Capital, SV Angel, Bam Ventures. Okay, so and that has been your um, your job, you know, pretty much right now, just you know, going after the investment. I wear, I I say I wear a lot of hats. That 
is one that I do own, but yeah, my day is typically split up between, you know, better shaping and defining the story and then focusing on product. Okay. Oh, and, you know, can, can you tell me, you know, what were the early experiences on, on product uh, success and also product failure that, that you've experienced so far? I think the, the toughest thing that we face as a company is providing such a robust out-of-the-box solution that's also user-friendly. Because whether we sell to a small startup brand or a large brand, the typical operator of our software is a very non-technical person. So I think the the woes that we've had and growing pains for us is packaging it in a way that's super easy, um, despite being very robust and complex to do. Um, that's something that I know we failed on in the past, and we've actually invested a good amount of money this year in bringing on UI, UX researchers and working through those kinks. And as we come out of early access, provide a really buttoned up, super easy to use platform once we go full GA. Okay. And uh, so, so you obviously learn from all this UI, uh, UX experts. Um, you know, the internet of, of someone that, that doesn't have the technical expertise like you um, and people like me, for example, you know, we, we have a brand, we have a, and have certain technology knowledge, but, you know, I, there's no way I can code my way into, you know, doing an API integration by myself. For sure. And, and that's why we brought on those research teams. We work with a really cool one based out of here in New York called um, the Van Group. They work with brands like um, like Ann Inc., so Ann Taylor's group, um, Stadium Goods. Um, they build a lot of really great UI UXs, and we've, we're working with them on a pretty big research project that's literally reshaping uh, our entire admin panel, and it's going to be super easy to use for even the most non-technical person. Okay. So low code flow. Now, I also saw that you guys, and this, this is pretty recent, you guys uh, um, just started an, an initiative called DTC Live. It's a live stream uh, direct-to-consumer products. Well, is this tied to uh, Elliot, or is that a, uh, something separate? Uh, it's a separate company. Uh, it uses Elliot's infrastructure to power the shopping experience, uh, but okay. the core team and our co-founders, both Clayton and Marco, are on that project with me and if anything that's more of a passion project that we're able to lead by example and build cool tech on the tech that we already have and kind of show the capabilities yeah. of the platform oh all right so, so what is it it's just a live streaming um uh, app or is, is that a, a web base it's not going to be ex exclusively live streaming it's going to be more of a combination between i'd say like netflix and qvc where we're going to better blend like content and entertainment um, because okay. we've seen like live streaming out of China really rise up. There's a lot of startups in that space, but I think the American okay. consumer appetite for just a live stream is, is still evolving. And I think the one area that DTC live is going to focus on versus other streaming platforms is focusing on creating great content and entertainment. Okay. But, but you guys creating or, or, or or is this something that you provide the platform and you get the creator the ability to, to do their work, do their magic, and just uh, put it up there? It's going to be a combination of both. We're actually going to have own channels where we have like regular scheduled programming, and then we're going to work with creators within our network to kind of come on, own channels, and be able to use the same platform as well. 
Oh, okay. All right. That, that, that sounds exciting, man. It's just a combination QVC, Netflix. I, I can visualize it. And just uh, and and that's something that we could probably utilize. Now, Mark, I want to, before we do the pause, I wanted to, do you guys work with a lot of uh, Latin creators, a lot of Latin brands, or, um, have, you know, do you see any differences between them and the, you know, the, the rest of the population? We do work with Latin-based founders and, and companies, and I'd say everyone has their own unique flavor and, and style, and, and theirs is all their own, just like everyone else, but... Um, yeah. If anything, they hustle hard. Um, there's more of them now, which is awesome and um, always exciting. So if anything, I think we're at a really good time for uh, Latin-based founders. We're just seeing a lot more of them, you know, get more confident, get more exposure to the space and just get in there. Okay. Because I, I think this is something that, you know, we can certainly help, but, we, you know, again, you know, not only through the podcast that we, we've had a phenomenal founders, uh, not, not only in the States, but all throughout Latin America. I like to, you know, for them to get to know Elliot, get to know you, say like, hey, you know, if this is something that you guys are craving or a platform, an opportunity to access the U.S. market, it'll be, uh, I think it'll be a win for all. And, and, and same for us again, you know, for, for us to the ability to be able to sell uh, in any country. Well, I'm more than happy to collaborate with you with you guys on that and create some kind of office hours for, you know, your audience and, you know, see how we can better serve them and help them get over their business hurdles and see if Elliot's the platform for them. And I'm happy to vote some time to you guys for that. Oh, absolutely. Man. That, that, that's fantastic. Man. I really appreciate it because, you know, this, that's what we're creating with, uh, with the podcast, just a passion project that we, that we do is just creating that connection with the community startup community, the, the founders, the people that get the one get inspired and say like, look, you know, there's people like you, there's people like many others that have race capital that they started with literally an idea and created this phenomenal company now. And it's just an opportunity for everybody else to collaborate and just pull each other together. Um, so with that in, in, in mind, Sergio, let, let, let's just go for a pause really quick. Along if you can take us to the commercial break and then, and then we'll continue. Support for today's episode comes from our friends at Ruby Receptionist. At Ruby, they've mastered the art of turning rings into relationships. Their team of remote receptionists answer all your calls live as if they're right there in your office. And with Ruby's mobile app, you easily control just how they screen, transfer, and take your messages. Together, you and Ruby transform your phone into the sales engine it was meant to be. Visit callruby.com forward slash startup radio to sign up or better yet, Call them at 833-861-8100 and use promo code STARTUPRUBY. Tell them Sylvia and Edgar send you and you get a $150 credit. Today's episode of the Latino Founder Hour is brought to you by CPA Dudes, where accounting is never boring. Their price is not based on time. Instead, customers decide what to pay them. They don't charge you for sending invoices, phone calls, emails, texts, or meetings. They just get the damn job done. Find them at cpadudes.com slash startup radio. And we're back. And we're back in Latino Founder Hour, episode 108 with Sergio Villasenor from uh, Elliott Store. Sergio, thanks again you know, for coming here. I know, you know, it, uh, times are pretty stressful, difficult. Uh, our own, um, my own co-host, Silvia Salazar from Tomo Latino, couldn't make it today. She's in, in lockdown. You know, we're still trying to juggle schedules, you know, uh, homeschooling, you know, all, all this stuff. So I really appreciate you taking the opportunity 
uh, you know, to, to talk to us about Elliot by yourself. Uh, and you know, thanks for, <laughs> thanks for coming for space, man. Of course, um, thanks for having yeah. me. No, and, and, you know, we, we were pretty, um, excited. I know Sylvia was excited to talk to you because she was, uh, uh, and I, and I know she's still, uh, I don't know if she's already in your platform, but I know she was, she's a software engineer. So she was, you know, getting her for her own brand and it would have been amazing for her to be here. But, uh, and, and I think you guys have been uh, in contact, uh, over Twitter, I believe. So I don't know, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll answer those questions later, but so t tell me, I mean, right now that they, you know, the, I mean, I'm curious to see, you know, as a brand, what do I see? You know, once I'm in Elliot, have you seen uh, early successes that we can say, hey, this is how you should start. This is how I, this is how you would do it on Elliot platform for you to have success. Yeah, for sure. We, we have a lot of merchants that um, have come onto the platform, sell within minutes and, and have continued to grow. So yeah, there, there's definitely a bunch of merchants that we can pull from and kind of say, hey, here's how they're using the platform. Uh, and if anything, um, the experiences that they're creating on Elliot are getting more robust as we, you know, get the product to a much more mature position and you know just grow as a company. Okay, and do you have like a small manual, like an ABC, perhaps one, two, three, four, five, of the do's, don'ts. Uh, you know, here's what we other other brands have you know learned from the past, and just kind of like have a shortcut. Yeah, it's actually something that we're really committed to right now. So one thing that is coming out along with the revamped admin panel is just a completely revamped Elliott brand. So they'll be dropping in the summertime and there's going to have case studies, education, videos, like we're just literally around the clock creating that content uh, based on all the learnings that we had from the first launch and ensuring we have all that education. Okay, and and, it's, uh, and all of this is just currently in English. I mean, there's no content in Spanish so far. Correct. Yeah, we definitely got to get that translated. Um, we use Intercom and Loom and a bunch of other SaaS tools for customer service, and we definitely got to get that localized and translated. Okay. So, and but but if you you know you if you're well versed in English, I mean, you're able to set it up anywhere in the world. I mean, Latin America certainly. You know, within minutes, I mean, if you have your brand, you're able to, to navigate quite easily. Oh, for sure. Like, they're all just common commerce terms. And the admin panel yeah. itself is localized. So you're able to select local currencies and have that level of customization. Um, and if anything, so are the experiences in terms of the stores that we create. Oh, okay. So, so, oh, so if, if I'm a consumer in, in Latin America, uh, if I want to access the brand, do do I transact in my own uh, currency or, or is that in US dollars? H how do you navigate those transactions? Yeah, so um, we present consumers their local currencies, uh, their local language, um, their local pay preferred payment methods, and and shipping options as well. Um, and, and that's what we do on the consumer side. And then we have all the tools on the back end to make sure that the merchant and the seller's products are their price is properly converted, duties are properly calculated, and it's all seamless. Oh, okay. And and same vice versa. I mean, if, if I if I if I'm as a merchant, I have a customer in Argentina. I, I you know I obviously I want to get my payment in US dollar. That that's that, that's the case. 
Uh, you have the option. Uh, so one of the new features that we're releasing is what's called the Elliott Wallet. So you'll be able to define your 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 payout uh, currency. Oh, okay. So I can I can transact and vote now. Um, is this all? Uh, you said it's for for the end consumers that are available through an app. How would I how would I reach it? Or is that um, through, uh, through, for example, in my case, click its own portal? Yeah, it would it would vary based on how you market your products. It could be on like Snapchat, uh, TikTok, Instagram, a website, a text message. Um, just any any way you market your products, so you can drop in a, a link to the store. And then one thing that we'll be releasing later this year is just like the Elliott app, uh, which will allow you to browse products from all of our sellers on a single app. Okay. Now, and you guys, uh, if I want to, uh, obviously, like I said, you know, I have my own, we have our own following. If I wanted to promote, do you guys also assist in that or is that up to the merchant? But do you guys have a big following or how do I take advantage of, of what you guys already built? Yeah, um, we definitely have a growing following. Um, we we do assist merchants in like co-branding, collaboration. Um, one thing that we're doing this year is actually co-branded products. So actually working with sellers on our platform to create Elliot Plus, their branded uh, products, uh, which is a kind of cool way of co-marketing. So yes, we do provide support. Depending on the relationship that we have with the brand, we're happy to invest money in it too. Okay, cool. All right. Now, so you're like a little bit more, you know, getting into, you know, we, we got into the nuts and bolts of Elliot, a DTC Live, this complimentary service. But how do you become an entrepreneur? When do you, what happened? When do you please say, look, look, I want to go on my own? Uh, what was that? What was that like? Honestly, I think I, looking back on my life, I, it was just always uh, there as a, as a kid. Like, um, my dad will always like reminisce when we uh, get together. He's like, you would always be reading like investment manuals, T. Rowe Price stuff. And even as an early kid, I recognize that I can sell a bag of Cheetos for a dollar versus the 25 cents. So I got them at the store. So I was kind of always had that mindset. Oh, okay. So early on at the K, you, you, you had that entrepreneurial vision. Were, were your parents entrepreneurs? Uh, no, my dad started off as a bread truck driver. He eventually became a police officer. Um, okay. My mom was a receptionist. And when my dad got an uh, on-the-job injury as a cop, she kind of transitioned. And she's very entrepreneurial, too. She, like, went from uh, receptionist to now running, like, business development and sales at, at Kasike, which is one of the biggest, you know, Latin food manufacturers in the world. Oh, yeah, yeah, the, the creamery in chief? For, yeah, exactly. So yeah, yeah no, I, I love the brand. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So she heads up sales. She runs sales over there. Wow. Yeah, no, no. I would definitely know that brand. The the quesos and cremas. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. No, that's great. No, I, I mean, I, I we ask because you know some some people develop the entrepreneurial later on. Some like you, and it's like, hey, you know, as a kid, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I I did the thing. You know, I was I remember being a kid and having my first quote-unquote, little entrepreneurial running in second grade in a Catholic school selling, like you, you're selling candy. Yeah, and uh, until they, uh, until the nuns realized I was making competition with a school store. That <laughs> <laughs> so got confiscated, so. Exactly, that, that happened to me, too. And oh, what was it? I had a funny one. 
in high school. So I went to, I started at Don Bosco Technical High School in LA. It's like a technical school, but I think the first time I got in trouble was because I was basically making too much money placing bets and essentially running a bookie. But yeah, <laughs> that's what it, I think I was 13 at the time. <laughs> well, yeah. And, and, it's a, and it was a Catholic institution, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. It was. Yeah, you see that they, they they just don't like competition, man. It, it happened exactly <laughs> to me. It's like once they started making too much money, it, it ranked flawlessly for a for a month or two, and and once it, it became too big, it's like all right, they got taken away, and and that was the end of it. But hey, you know what? We we evolved, and I ended up you know kind of doing something else. And in college, the same. I was you know at some point you're. <laughs> You know, sell, selling Cuban cigars and and, and high end tequila to my friends. So that, that that was that was just fantastic time, man. And, and making good good money on the side, man. Well, we'll still going to school. Oh, I was I was the same. I you know I, I was fortunate to be on an athletic scholarship at the University of Nevada, but I still worked um, jobs off season, and yeah, I still had all my random side hustles, being an athlete and making CDs and just doing whatever. Yeah, just just to get ahead, so and that prepared you, you know, for for this. I mean, it's just like, hey, get it done, get some seed money, and and do bigger things at a time, huh? Correct. Yeah, and you know, figure out how to recruit a really good team, and we've been able to do that and continue to grow and work with our merchants to help them grow and just build a really good community. Oh, that's that's pretty awesome. And then, and how does that um? How do you, how do you tie your living overseas, you know, your experience, you know, living abroad in Europe, different perspective into what you're doing right now? Gotcha. Yeah. If anything, it helped me, I think, get ahead in terms of vision as to where commerce um, was going. Um, you know, living in Europe with contactless payments already being fully adopted and proliferated to just bringing that experience back and seeing like, hey, like, things are a little more seamless in these markets. Um, people care about things a little differently. So how do we take the benefits of all that and put them into a product? So a lot of the experience side from seeing consumerism in foreign markets really played a huge role in, in shaping Elliot. Okay. Uh, and, and, but you didn't have that idea when, when you lived there. I mean, that was just way, way after. Correct. Yeah. Okay. No, just uh, I mean, certainly you know we we see that people um, you know that have a more broader experience and you know, it's taking uh, you know things into perspective. I don't know if you're already transacting in Europe, but you know regulatory it's, it's a little bit more complicated. There's obviously many more borders, and now you know uh, the complexity with Brexit, uh, which by the way I don't know if that that has affected you yet, or or how do you see that that coming up. That was actually a huge part of how we architected Elliot because what I saw with big brands was that, you know, they would use a SaaS platform in like North America, but then because of all the different compliance and rules and regulations in markets like the EU, they'd have to stand up like different open source technology in certain countries because database technology and infrastructure um, wasn't able to run across clouds yet. You know, you couldn't segment data based on a location yet. Um, but all of that's kind of gone into the architecture under the hood of Elliot. So we're able to allow people to be compliant anywhere they sell. Okay. And, and um, you know, compliant in the sense of uh, regulatory, <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> regulatory, but also um, customs-wise? 
Correct. Yeah. So customs, data, and tax. Oh, and, and the data. And the big one, the issue with data privacy as well. Correct. Yep. And just, you know, ensuring that your platform is compliant and making sure transactional information and customer information is living in the right, you know, cloud provider in the right database uh, based on a whole set of rules that you have to follow as merchants. Okay. All right. That's, that's, that's interesting. And, and do, you, do you have a lot of your consumers in Europe or are they mostly U.S.-based? Uh, I would say 33% of them are U.S.-based and you have a pretty good network across Africa, uh, Europe, um, and Asia. Oh, okay. So, so which one is your biggest market? Just the U.S. or Asia? I would say it's the United States and then the UK and then Nigeria. Nigeria. Wow. Correct. Why, why do you think it's that? Um, yeah, that's just the market that I believe has a combination of, of infa- uh, two technology infrastructures that are coming to fruition, uh, specifically payments and fulfillment. Okay. Um, and I believe like when you have, you know, payment solutions and fulfillment solutions make it easier to accept payments and ship. You just naturally see an uptick in, in entrepreneurship, e-commerce, and Nigeria, if anything, is has been a consistently growing, emerging market for e-commerce. Really? That I didn't know. I mean, I, I knew that um, there's a specific uh, Kenya uh, market in, in, in Africa. And I, and I don't know if you know this company called Mpesa. It was one of yep. the first uh, virtual currencies, you know, I mean, dating back to the Nokia's early 2000s, when it's been phenomenal. Uh, one of the, our inspirations to do what we're doing right now and trying to move, do the mobility and, tra- and transfer payments from one country to another. But um, I don't know, so I don't know if, you, if that has happened yet in Kenya, but I, I certainly haven't heard about Nigeria. So that's that's really interesting. For sure, not. The, the payment solution that's really... I think tip of the spear for Nigeria is uh, a company called Paystack. But I mean, e-commerce in Nigeria has for the last decade been very marketplace driven. And that's because just the total cost of ownership for running an e-commerce business, when you consider all the apps and platform fees, doesn't necessarily translate to some markets. So the ability to have an Elliott store that's essentially free to start, um, that's integrated and has all the different local payments and shipping options, it's just, it's a perfect match. Oh, wow. So, I, I mean, why wouldn't this be a, a tremendous success in Latin America? And, and for example, Mexico, I mean, I'm just going to think about Mexico because the proximity with the U.S., obviously the almost free flow of um, data information, but also the, the access to about the easiness of customs regulations uh, with NAFTA or whatever it's called now. So why wouldn't uh, this be a, trem- be a tremendous success for any entrepreneur in, in, in Mexico? Oh, it it definitely will be. Um, I think more broadly with Latin America, one of the bigger hurdles that we had to overcome was finding what's called a payout provider, meaning not the accepting of a payment, but actually how we actually send the merchant their funds. Um, Because of like market volatility and just financial time, sometimes getting that partner is tough, but uh, we partnered with a company called Route Fusion that's going to allow us here in a couple of weeks to be able to pay out anyone in the world because we've currently been limited to about 30 countries based on the current payout solution that we use, which is Stripe Connect. Oh, yeah, 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 no, absolutely. Well, 
if you know if you want to check it out, I, I don't know if you you, you know this company is called Veeam, VSM Vector, double E M. Uh, we've used that also to do cross border payments, and it's been a fantastic. It's, uh, it's fast. It, I'm not going to say it's, it might not be the cheapest solution, but it's it's fast. Uh, and it's very reliable. So check it out. I, I think there, it's also started up out of San Francisco. And we've used it for a couple of years and it's worked seamlessly. So I, I can tell you it works, uh, you know, for daily transactions, high volume, uh, uh payments, you know, to, um, in, international providers. Cool. I'll check it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I mean, if you said, you know, when this is ready, I mean, we'd love to partner with you. We'd love to help, you know, uh, spread the word. You know, we know a lot of creators in Mexico. And again, not only Mexico, it's all throughout Latin America that would love to use this platform and amplify their, their voices, get the product to, to more people, and get a, most importantly, what I hear is get, get a very reliable um, partner. Uh, for fraud mitigation online, which I think is one of the most, uh, one of the best uh, impediments right now for uh, in Latin America is the fear of, you know, who's going to be shipping in, you know, trusting the brand, but also trusting the consumer who's behind the computer. For sure. So, well, Sergio, I really appreciate it. And again, we can't thank you enough. I mean, I know, again, you know, we're in the midst of a global crisis. Uh, it's, you know, uncertain times. Uh, you know, we keep plugging along. But I really think, you know, I wanted to thank you for the time to be here. Tell us a little bit about yourself, your company, and hopefully, you know, you know, we can we can work with you. And we can help you spread the word, you know, all throughout Latin America. So, where, where can we find you? Where, where can our audience find you? Where can they sign in? Yeah, the best place to to sign up, and we disabled signups just because we're finishing up the rebrand. But when we're back up, it'll be Elliot.store. But if you just shoot me a DM or tweet me at um, Sergio on Twitter, um, I usually respond pretty quick, and I'm pretty active there. Okay. So and and we're gonna post you know the the, the Twitter handles the, um, the Instagram Elliot dot store that's where you you can go and sign in check out the product and hope you know hopefully you know become a become a customer Sergio muchísimas gracias thank you for for joining us in episode 108 we'll broadcast this you know to all our contacts and you know like I said you know hopefully we can you know we we can keep you grow. Thank you, sir. I appreciate the time and I'm definitely down to help out on those office hours. So as you kind of um, you share the content, I'm happy to send you an office hour link. So that way any of your audience can just pop in, take 10 minutes. I'm happy to answer any questions there too. Awesome, man. Thank you so much and stay healthy. Stay healthy ah, we'll Likewise, guys. All right. You do the same. Thank you. Happy Friday. Latino Founder Hour. Stay healthy, everyone. Hopefully, you know, we'll see you know, everybody next Friday. Thank you, Alon. Thank you for having us again. Today's episode of the Latino Founder Hour is brought to you by Publicize, a deconstructed PR subscription service which generates effective visibility for your business. They offer comprehensive PR services, and Publicize becomes a member of your team and can promote multiple PR announcements monthly. Check them out at publicize.co and tell them Sylvia and Edgar sent you. You've been listening to the Latino Founder Hour podcast. El programa Latino Founder Hour es grabado en las instalaciones de NetSpace en el estudio Bigfoot Podcast en la hermosa ciudad de Portland. 
Our audio engineer, mixer, and podcast editor is Alain Beausoleil. Diseñador de logo, Carolyn Main. Our network logo was designed by Jessica Chan. Diseñador de sitio web, Cameron Grimes. Our production assistant is Chelsea Lancaster. Tema de música, Funning and Sunning, de Kevin MacLeod. Cree en ti mismo, sueña en grande y confía en el universo, de Marta Leticia y Silvia Romero. 